You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Aaron Bosch, and my co-host here today is... Doug Weingart. And we are joined by Doug. Who's down there with you right now? Who's joining you? We have uh, Larry Tentinger and Peter Ryland. Um, Excellent. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Yes. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. So they are both with... Jericho Wall. Jericho Wall. So good morning to you both. Um, Maybe tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay, well, I'm going to start. I'm Larry. Okay. Uh, Age before beauty here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a convert thanks to the prayers of my grandmother and my wife putting up with me. Uh I'm a retired faculty member from USD and also retired military, 26 years in service, and a member of uh, St. Joseph Cathedral. Proud of that. Oh, yes. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Peter Ryland. I live up uh, close to Brookings, just south of town a few miles. Brookings, Moody County line. Five children. Um, And uh, I guess just pro-life issues important to me. I've uh, had had three miscarriages. and uh, when you hold an 18-month-long child in your hand, your dead child, things get real. So um, I think that's what we're all about with the Jericho Wall is, is getting men to, to uh, step up and fight for these children. So Yeah, very good. So uh, we're here this morning to talk about a special wall, uh, not the border wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about All right, it's... Jericho Wall, the, mm-hmm. the picked troops, the ones that God speaks to to make go out and make that difference. And we stand shoulder to shoulder um, and pray the rosary, the power of that rosary. And it is the intention right now, and it always has been, to defend and protect the unborn against abortion. Yes. Very good. Um, How did you guys get started, Jericho Wall? So, um, it's been a few years now. Our our good friend Paul Heiberger, um, he was actually going to be here with us this morning, but I imagine uh, he still has, he's a rancher, farmer, businessman. Um, the cows probably got out or something, so he wasn't able to be here. But um, Paul, uh, you know, 40 Days for Life has, has been going on around the country, a very solid campaign. Um, and him, and Paul and a friend would pray there 40 Days for Life, and de- uh, but decided, well, we can't just, we can't just uh, go home at the end of the uh, at the end of these forty days. So they committed every week to show up there um, in front of Planned Parenthood to play, pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for many years, um, through thick and thin, we ha- it would be, it might be two guys one day, it might be twenty guys another week. Um, so we made that commitment to to stay out there and and continue to pray for for those babies. So how long has it been? How long have you guys been doing this? I would say it's been at least five years. I think oh. it was 2018, uh, I believe. Yeah. So, and we started, of course, in front of Planned Parenthood until Roe versus Wade was overturned, and we never even had a uh, chance to breathe a sigh of relief. We did have a celebration, though. We all gathered together and it celebrated. Uh, however, since all of the things that we'll be talking about came into play mm-hmm. with the uh, proposed, you know, abortion amendment. We uh, have taken a different approach, and we'll be uh, standing for that to make sure that 
um, God at our side that we can go out there and inspire others to uh, make that difference. Yeah. So uh, in praying the rosary like this, you know, what impacts? I got to jump in here. (laughs) You know, I'm taking that, uh, you know, privilege. The best way I can describe it is an incident that took place. We were praying, and there was about a dozen of us praying our rosary. And out from the east side of Planned Parenthood on that, we're right there on 41st Street, Mm -hmm. out came a woman dressed in black. I can't remember exactly what color her hair was. She began hollering and hollering and screaming. And after about 10 or 15 minutes, her voice got so hoarse, it was gravelly. Mm -hmm. It was virtually demonic. Really? Yes. No, I... Uh, you could feel it, but we held our ground. We did not engage that in a way that was going to, you know, cause any other issue. However, we stood our ground. We praised that rosary. Finally, she had to hang her head and walk away. And I can't, still can't tell you what direction she went, but she left because of the power of that rosary. Now, in addition to that, I'm sure Peter can share some other stories with uh, things that he's seen. With Jesus dressed, a uh, man dressed up as Jesus, saying "Honk if you're horny," you know those kind of things to mislead. But Peter, what was your take on the things you've seen? Yeah, I mean, you definitely felt the the reality of the the fight when you're on the road there, on the street there, and even you know in in smaller city like Sioux Falls. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the reason we chose the Rosary is is just throughout history the power of of the prayer, um, even just going back to to scripture with the last thing Jesus giving us as he right before he died on the cross was behold your mother um, and, and so the most that's kind of the most powerful prayer we have as Catholics and of course we invite other other Protestants and other other people of faith to to join us in this prayer it's not it's not some crazy Catholic uh, li, you know just a litany of some weird words you know it's it's scriptural it's um it's it's very very powerful so yes and what a positive impact have you seen from praying the rosary out there like how has it brought people together to go and fight this fight well uh we've had several instances always of uh we get a high five or people honking their horn in favor of us when they're driving by but one incident that always will stick with me is that a young man came up to our group and actually uh, apologized for interrupting. But he said, I need you to pray for me because my girlfriend is pregnant and her parents have taken her into pan, you know, the Planned Parenthood and want her to get an abortion. I don't want her t- to do that. I want to uh, be the, the man that I need to be. But I feel hopeless and helpless. Please pray for me. Well, how uh, more can we you know, say and put into words what that means for us. We've uh, uh, touched hearts without knowing it, and many times when you do good things, you'll never know until the end when you are asked that question, you know. Right. But finally, uh, I would say that, along with just the um, seeing the touch and the, uh, the ebb and flow of people across South Dakota, and especially here in Sioux Falls, there is uh, a divide there. And I could uh, sense it and feel it almost every day when we were there. But it's uh, we're going to try and turn that tide. And that's uh, the being out there is something that 
uh, we might, no one might not, uh, say anything. However, when they drive by on 41st Street going about their regular day, what do they see? But a group of men gathered together. And we, as men, need to do that. Yeah, yeah that was the, the biggest thing for me was actually the camaraderie we had there. Um, just meeting solid Catholic men in the area. And uh, we oftentimes, we might go out for a drink after we prayed there and and just talk about life, talk about real things. And I think that's the hope going forward. And the mission of Jericho Wall is is for, for other men in other towns, especially in our state, but throughout the region and spreading, you know, um, is just to get men together praying. It's very powerful. And and really, right now, we have a very specific mission and a, and a very particular battle that we're fighting but there's going to be the next one after that. So it's not about just oh putting in your time and then and then checking out. It's about it's about coming together and building a culture of men men standing up for for the truth in our society. And there really is something to that standing shoulder to shoulder. As I mentioned earlier, 26 years in the military, Vietnam, Desert Storm, three tours in Iraq as a combat medic. So I know what war is all about, but I also know about the importance of that camaraderie, mm -hmm. of, of being together, of fighting for that man on your right and your left. Well, we're fighting for those babies. We're fighting for families. We're fighting for the integrity of South Dakota as far as protecting and cherishing life. Yes, yes. So this weekend uh, I was at a men's conference, uh, and I think I saw both of you there. Um, and, and you're saying, you know, what, what we're talking about is there is a huge importance for men to stand up and do this. Um, not that, you know, women aren't in there, but, you know, what, what, why, why men? Well, I will say first, um, we know that the women in our lives and around us, they are the solid prayer warriors. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't, buy, you know, Jesus knew that. He knew that he needed his disciples, but he also knew that the tenderness and caring of women was going to carry on um, his message. And that's what uh, we look at that in that regard there. However, we as men, I prefer to call it personally, that I am not a prayer warrior. I am a warrior who prays. And I take my rosary out, and I have a what's called a battle-ready rosary, oh. and I can't feel anything better than holding that up high to say the prayers for you know the unborn, and that's where uh, our passion lies. But men need to be men, and I can't apologize for saying that. I've uh, looked at our society, and I'm uh, not going to give my age totally away, but I've been around for a while. And I have seen something change in our society. Not so much in South Dakota, but it is happening here. And we can turn that tide. And Peter is uh, the young man and of the future. And what do you feel about that whole role of men? Well, I don't have a, a great answer other than to say um, I think you almost have to experience it to, uh, to, to know. Um, and and that's where it might be getting out of your comfort zone when when a, another man invites you to something like this or um, challenges you in your faith or take takes asks you to take a stand for something. Um, I can't tell you exactly 
the the why behind it but you just have to feel it and once you feel that with 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 coming together with other men you just you just know it's right there's an order to it um and and it, I, I i know and believe it's very powerful well, thank you very much for sharing with that today. We'll continue with this fascinating conversation here on Real Presence Live after the break. Stay with us. Live, engaging, and Andrew local, Cliff. this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and, and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my, my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband. It's made me a better father. It's made me, a, made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and, and they don't understand it's just as close as, as their local church. Becoming a part of, of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Luke 5, Jesus invites Peter, weary from a night of fruitless fishing, back out onto the Sea of Galilee to cast his nets one more time and trust Jesus for the results. To cast into the deep is to let go of our own opinions, desires, and the way things or people should be. To cast into the deep, even where we have already fished with no results, is to let go of independence, autonomy, and self-determination. The sooner we realize that our Beloved is holding us in His hands, the sooner we can get about the business of doing our Father's will, the sooner we will become disciples. Proverbs sums up this great secret lesson learned by the saints. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Let go and trust the Lord to direct your activities and your life. He knows what He's doing. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Joining us on this fabulous Wednesday, our first Wednesday show in forever. I can't remember when the last one was. My name is Aaron Bosch, and joining me today is... I'm Doug Weingart. All it's right. Good to be back with you. Yes, absolutely. Let's, Doug, why don't you lead us back in? What are we talking about? What are we continuing with this conversation here? Uh, so right now we're with Larry Tentaker and Peter Ryland. Uh, they are with the Jericho Wall. Um, so you guys have a, a new campaign coming up for nine months and why do this and why nine months i am so glad you asked because the nine months of our campaign is designed to symbolize the nine months the baby is in the mother's womb we are at a point of conception right now to conceive and get started with our plan and in the same way when a baby is conceived it needs to be nourished and it needs to be protected and the nine months is a pro, uh, campaign that we would hope and pray that 
all listeners and all Catholics take to heart and not let one day go by without thinking about the unborn. This period is uh, has a lot of things going on in it. We're going to be coming head-to-head -head with the enemy more than we ever have, and that's okay with me. But we uh, are taking our nine-month conception and uh, embracing that baby, if you will. Yeah, so, so nine months is the election. Uh, and 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 in particular, there's an amendment. Um, there's a there's a plan. There's a goal to get an amendment on our ballot for this for the fall election um, that would change our constitution. So that's just important to to remember that that's the specific thing that we're going up against. That's right. We uh, we know that uh, with the election coming up in the nine months from yesterday which we uh, kicked everything off last night at the parish hall at the cathedral. Um, we know that this period is going to uh, impact South Dakota for generations to come, just like Roe versus Wade did, unless we do something to stop it. Yeah, I think that's important to note uh, in particular because, especially for people, it's, it's easy to tune out politics these days. You know, it seems like you're either all in or you're all out. Uh, but this is not something that we can we can ride the fence on um, because it 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 may be one of the more important years of, of our state's history. Um, the the radicalness of this of this this change they want to make in our state's constitution. And could you just briefly touch on what is the change they want to make again, just to clarify? Number one, uh, what we want to do is change the hearts and minds of all voters when they go into that voting booth. If we can do the things that God asks us to do of getting the awareness out there to educate, as Bishop DeGroote said, early and often, he's talked to people in Ohio and other places and found out what went wrong or what can we do better. That's one of the things. We need to educate early and often. And uh, another uh, thing that I picked up from Bishop DeGroote is what his grandmother said. She would much rather have a child on her knee than on her conscience. Well, when people get into that voting booth, uh, they can't just gloss over the three-paragraph na uh, narrative that they're going to find when the amendment comes up, if it makes it to the ballot. Now, we are praying to God it doesn't, but we're hoping that you know it does, but we're, we're fighting for the best. So that's what we want to do is primarily uh, do what we need to do to hopefully have Catholics, especially Christians, look at that sanctity of life and protect it in the voting booth. What does amendment? What What is the amendment? Uh, do you know? About oh, the actual. It? So yeah. So basically, like like most um, agendas, they're they're very uh, careful in the wording they use to push a certain a certain bill or change. Um, and and uh, I don't I don't. Uh, I don't know the exact words they use, but the, essentially it will allow abortion at any time, even up to birth. So more radical than anything we we would. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really it's really bad, and and like we know like with most things like this, they're very again very careful in the wording they choose, so that whatever goes on the ballot will be confusing. You almost won't even know which way to vote. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. why. And I would just say um, one quick thing about sort of logistics here. Again, as Larry mentioned, we're we're at the we're in the first trimester, we're at the very beginning stages of this of this battle, 
but uh, we will have a lot of good info on on our website, the JerichoWall.org. Um, just really punch in anything, JerichoWall.com or JerichoWall.org. It should all route to us. But um, it's going to be important to come to to ideally um, subscribe, put your email in, uh, so that we you can stay on top of any info we we sent out. But that we're going to have resources like learning. You know, go where can you go and look at this this bill, look at the terms, the wording. So you can educate yourself about it and be able to talk to your friends and your family and, and fellow citizens about it. As um, this whole issue has evolved, I have volunteered to be part of the Decline to Sign campaign. And I've been at the farmer's market. I've been toe-to-toe with the enemy in front of the courthouse. I've heard them lie, say that this is just Roe versus Wade, just trying to get things back to where they were. And they'll even lie so far as to say this is for the health of the mother. Don't be surprised if you keep seeing that on major billboards. We want to protect our health. Well, they're they're not protecting the health. The mother is scarred and damaged for life that chooses to go through with that procedure. Of course, the baby is killed or in some cases mutilated. This is not about health. It's about a political agenda or abortion industry promotion. Um, so that's what we're uh, trying to get the word spread on. I have read this amendment proposal very carefully, and it's a, if it makes it to the, the, the ballot, it'll be three paragraphs long going by each trimester and, each, and all the things that Roe versus Wade threw out, they're just trying to put back in there and make it sound like it's no big deal. But it is. And then so, how can uh, people get more involved in this effort, even if they aren't in So Falls? Well, in Sioux Falls here, we uh, would recommend, as Peter said, to take a look at what um, Jericho Wall is going to be uh, doing, the campaigns. We have several initiatives that we're just getting started with now on the baby steps. We're going to place billboards across this city and hopefully across the state. And by the generosity of many people already before today, when the campaign really kicks off, we have uh, been able to get, make that happen. We're going to have flyers mailed out to Catholics and others across the state. The big one is we're planning a pilgrimage, and that that'll, all the details will be on the webpage, just like the old ancient church did. When something was serious, they went on a pilgrimage. And finally, last but definitely not least, is praying a rosary every day for the, uh, to defend and protect the unborn. Yeah, that's the big thing at the end there is is the the rosary because ultimately this is going to be a, this is a spiritual battle. This is a uh, and it's going to take conversion of hearts. So um, abortion in particular can be a polarizing topic. It can be uh, sort of a divisive issue. But uh, we know that that if if by God's grace we we win this this fight, it's going to take a lot of um, a lot of conversions. So that. We are mostly asking everyone to to commit to that rosary every day for this particular intention, um, and I think we know that's how we're going to win. Well, so that was JerichoWall.com. Correct. Yep. All right. Everybody looked that up, and uh, and know. again, it will be kind of coming out. Uh, it'll be stuff coming out as we go. So uh, we don't have a lot. We're just getting the website up and going right now. So just be patient with us, but uh, make it a point to keep keep checking and in the very end we uh need to answer that question 
what do we want to do about this? What will the world look like the day after that election? We can make a difference. South Dakotans are passionate in many conservative issues. This is the number one issue right now for all of us. Get others to get out there and vote. Vote yourself. Spread the word. Don't be embarrassed or ashamed. Protect the unborn. All right. Well, I think we're going to do a preview of what's to come on Thursday. Yes, I can help out with that. So on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your host will be Melissa Scaccio in the first hour and Father Randall Kazel in hour two, coming to you live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. Their guests will include Diane Huck and Margaret Mulligan, both from 40 Days for Life. They will speak about the upcoming 40 Days for Life events going on in both North Dakota and South and Minnesota. Then we will hear from Tim Moser, who is giving a series of talks on the theology of the body. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you, Doug. Thank you, Aaron. So, uh, really fast before we end, uh, give me any last thoughts. Larry? We all have our responsibility to protect those that cannot protect themselves, men and women alike. We have been actually uh, handed this chance. Roe versus Wade stopped the national efforts for funding. But we, as, as South Dakotans, can uh, change this state and keep it the same as it is right now. Every uh, thing that we can do is it's so important. Our legislators in the last five or ten years have enacted the most protective laws almost in the nation. Those laws will all be taken away, every one of them, if this amendment gets on the ballot and passes. So we have to stop yeah, that. Yes, so we have to get we have to get on it. Well, uh, Larry, Peter, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, my final my final yeah. uh, reminder would just be from our good bishop who came out to Peter and and uh, and was with us for the, the 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 hour of life, and he just said charity begins in the home. So this is a reminder again. This isn't just a uh, nine months and then the game is over. This is about all of us in our own lives and our own families being pro life, being charitable in in the way we treat our own families our friends our neighbor and then um and then prayer again it's it's about changing hearts through the rosary so i hope uh i hope you all will, will join us in this mission thank you thanks for listening to real presence live have a great day everybody this has been real presence live on the real presence radio network real presence live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area weekday mornings from 9 to 11 central Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation.